You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, friends. Welcome to the podcast. It's you up. I'm going to make this uh, intro pretty short because I have a conversation with Andrew Collin that I just recorded that's coming up and we went a really long time. We can't just do 10 minutes. It's not going to happen. So I'm going to talk to you for a couple minutes about uh, this weekend from my perspective. I was in Salt Lake City, as I talked about a lot on the podcast. I was going on the road and um, great club. Everything was safe. I felt so safe. I felt like the audience was safe. I never once felt threatened by COVID while I was at the club. Didn't get close to anyone. The audience was adequately spaced. It was great. And, um, but the plane ride there was horrific. Um, it was, it, we talk about it with Andrew, but it, just American Airlines, um, who is my, that's who I have all my miles with. And I have just a great status with them. They fucking don't care about their <laughs> passengers at all. The, the flight was oversold. I don't know why I had the impression that flights had just like one person on them and like no one was traveling. I've just seen people posting that the airports are empty and planes are empty. I was on a full, two full flights to get out there. I had a layover in Dallas. Dallas Fort Worth was bustling too. I mean, it would just it was like Christmas time at the airport. I mean, it was totally crowded and it just felt terrible. And so many people just half wearing their masks, just being assholes. So um, I doubled up my mask. If one mask is prevent preventing you from getting COVID or passing it on, two masks has to be doubly or at least another 50% more. There's just no way there's not. If you're wearing a loose mask, just don't wear one. You know, just it's, it's your sloppy loose mask makes me sick, uh, literally. So um, I was doubling up the mask. I put a jean jacket over my head. I mean, I was dying of heat, but I was just so scared of catching anything on that plane. Um, and then I got there and I was just like traumatized by it, to be honest with you. I was just like, I should have driven here. I shouldn't have taken this gig. I felt so bad. And then everyone online was attacking these comics that performed in San Antonio last week, Brian Callen and Brendan Schaub. They tested positive for COVID when they got back from San Antonio. And they had to put out, an, uh, Brian Callen had to put out like a statement like, hey, if you fist bumped me, go get tested. And I just was like, oh my God, am I gonna have to do that for, if I test positive next week, am I gonna have to tell this audience? And the thing is, um, no, because I did not touch anyone. I didn't even get close to anyone. I performed for at least 12 feet away from the closest person. I mean, it was completely socially distant, um, and really well done. So I felt good about it, but I just, the anxiety I felt and the guilt I felt and the shame I felt about like possibly causing people to maybe get it by going out. Like I couldn't do it. And so I canceled my shows in Zanies next week. I canceled my shows in Phoenix. I'm sorry to all those people that wanted me to come to your town and we're going to come out to shows. I wanted to perform. It was very, it was really fun performing this week. I was working on some new material that really came together, what I was excited about, uh, but you'll have to wait for it. And, um, and I'm sorry to anyone who hates me for going out on the road. And I got a lot of nasty messages that I, they lost me as a fan and I said, goodbye, uh, forever. I really don't care. Um, but I wasn't going on the road because I was being, I mean, I guess it was selfish. It wasn't because I was like, I need to feel the crowd's attention or I need to make this. The money isn't even good, you guys. Like it wasn't for the money. It wasn't, it was honestly because I saw other comics doing it and I thought it was okay. And, and these weren't comics that I just didn't respect. I mean, I talked to a lot of respectable com comedians who gave me great advice and, and told me which clubs were the best to work and everything. And, and not that Zanies isn't a good club to go to. I just, I couldn't handle 
the amount of stress it caused me that I might be getting in trouble by doing something that is actually legal. No one's saying nothing the club is doing, nothing any of these clubs are doing are illegal. States have not done a good job of protecting their people. And so, uh, you know, everyone's just flying by the seat of the pants. It sucks. So, you know, but I canceled. I pulled out of the gigs and now I've got the next weekend off, I guess, to just sit around here and do nothing. So Andrew's here this weekend or this week. Am I visiting my parents' house? He's going to be in the podcast most of the week. So buckle up, but it's going to be so fun. I'm excited to have a friend. Um, and let's get to it. I referenced one thing in our conversation and I want to make sure to turn you guys onto it. It really helped me last night because I was kind of slipping into some depression. We'll get into why because I went live on Instagram and people were being really rude and, and roasting me. Hey, by the way, tonight, I believe on Monday night at 11, 11 p.m. Central, so midnight Eastern. I think I'm going to go live on Instagram and do a live um, speed dating. So if you want to go on a date with me, I think I'm going to do it Monday night. I'm not positive. I will definitely confirm in my Instagram on Monday. You'll see it. It's Sunday when I'm recording this, so I'm not positive about that. But I think I'm going to do a speed dating because I need to get out there. I need to start dating again. And um, so look out for that. That is going to be midnight Eastern on Monday night. But I do reference a video that really helped me out. And I, I don't know if you've read The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, but I just haven't read it because that title is so kuh, which I will get into your, I got so many kuhs submitted to me. If you don't know what kuh is, go check out the podcast from Friday. Um, thank you for all your submissions. I'm going to go through them later this week. Um, they were some really, really good ones. I can't even think of them off the top of my head, but I just kept sending them to all my girlfriends and we were laughing so hard. We were like dying that other people understand kuh. It's like been the most gratifying experience is sharing kuh with you guys. So please keep the kuhs coming. But um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck is a book that I always thought was kind of kuh. Until last night, I was on Reddit and I followed this subreddit called Productivity that lists all, lists all these like ways for people to be more productive and overcome their procrastinating and everything. And some guy, this guy um, who runs an, uh, a YouTube account that I recommend subscribing to because I watched his video and I was instantly like, this guy's going to help me. It's called Always Improving. Always Improving is the title of the YouTube account. And it's, uh, the video is called How to Be Confident, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And you could just Google subtle art of not giving a fuck, always improving. And that's the video that I referenced that really helped me out of a little slide into depression last night. So without further ado, um, coming up next is my conversation with Andrew Collin from my parents' house on a Sunday afternoon. All right, I'm back with Andrew Collin. Um, joining me in my parents' living room in St. Louis, Missouri. How you feeling, Andrew? Is it weird being a guest and like... A place where you, you do you feel comfortable or is yeah, it kind of uncomfortable no it always takes me a minute or two to get used to you know a house that smells like dog shit don't say that my mom would if she heard this my mom would probably throw herself off of a not the biggest bridge i don't I'm, think she would kill herself she that. would just go stop by an emergency room and try to get covid yeah, just no, it no. I, it is. It, no, I think your house is very comfortable, and I and I know your parent. I've Does it really your, smell like dog shit? No, I was okay. just making a joke. That's really making me paranoid now because I live here. But yeah, there is. I don't know I, what animal it is. Stop it! Oh my god! <laughs> I seriously like. Wait, uh, there's so much to say, but this all got started because my my brother-in-law and sister have been telling my mom that their house smells like a dead animal, and my mom is just so upset about it. And I don't smell it because I've lived here so long, so I'm a little bit worried. And you said it just smells musty. Yeah, it just, it smells like old people, like when an old, per, like an older home. It just has like a musk, like a musk. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's not bad. Okay. Honestly, I would. Right. I would. I would get an Airbnb. I'd move out. I. You know. No, you wouldn't. You well, would just put up with it. Yeah, I would because yeah. I don't have the money. Right. But if I did, I'd be out of here. Okay, so we were in Salt Lake City this weekend. We flew to St. Louis today. Can we just like go through some of the mm-hmm. journey? Okay, I met you in Dallas. I th- I lied to you because I was going to surprise you in Dallas because we both had a layover there and I was just going to surprise you in Dallas, but I that was foiled because you saw me. Well, you said you were in Denver. Yeah, you I lied. You said you were in the Delta room. In I was at the lounge, so I didn't lie about that part mm-hmm. because you were like, because we were both on layovers and we were texting each other about when we were going to get it into Salt Lake. And I was going to surprise him at his gate and like sneak up behind him and be like, are you Andrew Collin? And try to sound like a, like a, you know, 22 year old fan and have him be like, what? Um, yeah, I'm puddles. He did get recognized at the airport today. That was amazing. I know. It's been at baggage clean. Yeah, it happens a lot. Really? No. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, it doesn't happen to me No, ever. it happened to me the other day. Actually, I went out to dinner with my brother and his wife. Mm-hmm. And, um, your your guys' anniversary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, our, all our anniversaries. And, I, and she wrote, this girl just wrote me, she goes, either it's you or your twin is at this restaurant. Mm. And, it, and it was me. Yeah. And then they just stared, her and her friend. And, like, my brother. Did you wave and go over and talk to them? No, I just wrote her. Uh, Did you we, see we who it was? I mean, who it was. Oh. I could only see her profile photo. Mm hmm. And, uh, which doesn't give you a lot of and information. My wife, and my wife, his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I lived there for a month. I know. Might as well. Uh, they were so impressed by this. Like, oh my it was God, almost, so it was excited. Almost bigger. It might have been my biggest accomplishment. Oh, yeah, today. that is totally means more to people than anything is when you get recognized in public. It's so important. If, that's why I'm always like, people, please come up to me. If you, if you recognize mm-hmm. me, please come up to me. It's not so much that I need it. It's like the people around me will like me so much more the rest of the day. It's funny to bring a first date somewhere where like... You know you'll get... Re- yeah. yeah. But, well, this never happens. <laughs> where are your fans really hanging out? Probably, I don't know, 16 At a, handles. At Hannah Burner <laughs> book signing? Yeah. <laughs> 16 At handles. a summer house get together? Yeah. Yeah. The girl uh, was from Giggly Squad. That recognized me. Right. It wasn't even from my comedy. And uh, well, that's that's still something. I mean, there's a million ways to be recognized and like be known. You just got to cast a wide net. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it felt a little good, I guess. I mean, considering we don't leave the house ever. I know. You forget that people even know who you are. I mean, you just. When God, you get I get, a like on I get the treated internet. so much better around here if something in my career goes well or if I'm on TV, like I've said this before, but if I like the days that I was on Conan here, the days I did Bill Maher, the days I like I you made a free Mercedes. They they treat me uh, the day when I get fan mail. Uh, that's a little different. The other night, my dad read, read one of my fan letters, and it was like a very very long letter from this guy, like seven pages handwritten, and it was like my dad was reading it like it was some old Civil War artifact of a guy <laughs> writing from war, and he was just like, "This guy's cool," and I'm just like, "Ugh." My dad was like falling in love with him. Paragraph about him wanting to eat my asshole, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did say something gross at the end, and my dad goes, "That's he ruined it with that." Yeah, and I was like, "That that." was always coming um but uh yeah my i my dad like whatever i just i love that they think that i should give these guys a shot who like send me their pictures and write me like seven page letters and google me enough to find out where my parents live it's not like i'm giving these guys my address it's like they have to like and that's not the kind of effort i want in a partner no 
is like finding out where my parents live and sending a letter. That's this is this is not a way to get me. Um, so you got recognized. Anyways, that was after. So yeah, so we go to Salt Lake City. Yeah. We fly American Airlines. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I can't even explain. I can, it what was like what it was. It was. I could explain it, but all my references would get me canceled. It felt like being on a very confined space with a bunch of people who were all sick and headed to death. It was a bad vibe in the plane. We're all cramped in there. Like it was air travel at its worst. I've never experienced something so bad. This is the problem, American Airlines, if you're listening or if you fly American. They didn't do it that actually, Delta wasn't even that great about it either. The flight attendant needs to tell people to put their mask on and keep it on. Yep. And it and shouldn't be up to me going to a guy going, hey, bro, like, I think you're nice. You're a good guy, but can you put your mask yeah, on? Yeah, you, you know had what to I mean? be the like, one to say it. And I did say it. And mm-hmm. the guy put it on for, like, 10 minutes. What is it? Why don't they want to wear it? You had a good point about this. Oh, like, yeah, because... They've been told what to do. It, they're rebelling. It's like your parents yeah. telling you to do something and you do the opposite of that. It's like your parents telling you to pull up your pants or, you know, cut your hair. Yeah, we were joking. Uh, you shouldn't. You should tell them you don't have to. Don't wear your mask. You can't wear a mask on the plane. And then pe- everyone's going to be wearing one. It would be a better way to get people to do something. And everyone half wears it. You know, they, mm-hmm. there's that meme going was, around. It's like if you it's like having your dick out, your dick out, but your balls covered. Yes. Yes. It's so funny. It is funny. It's this. It is the same thing. Although I'd rather the balls be covered than the dick. Well, it's interesting, too, because like when you have sex, you put a condom on your dick, you leave your balls. Oh, yeah. Open. That is true. I never understood how condoms were like I. Balls I guess are it so depends weird. how far you dip, how small your dick is. But you, I guess, yeah, you're just covering up the nozzle, yeah. really, but you got to go all the way up the shaft to get it, the nozzle part to stay. Yeah. So th- if there was a way to have a condom only on the tip, there would probably be a way, they would probably make like that. a little yarmulke? I bet someone tried and they just kept falling out. And it would have to be so tight on your head. Yeah. Would that feel better? Maybe. It would make your head bigger. Mm-hmm. But there's so many different kind of heads. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't think it would stay on. It would either stay on too hard or not hard enough. It'd Speaking be- of condoms, wait a second. I really want you to first say what we today. We had the worst turbulence of any on Delta coming into oh, St. Yeah. Louis. It was the worst turbulence I've ever experienced in my lifetime of as an air traveler. It was so violent. I woke up from it and like things were flying. It was very thrilling. Even talking about it, I'm like mm-hmm. getting excited. I I kind of liked it. <laughs> People were, like, getting scared. Someone get tasered. I mean, what a week. I know. For some reason, like, things that are very upsetting kind of shake me out of my depressive state. Because that it's really more got upsetting me. because it brings – it's real. It's like yeah. a real thing that if – like It you, made me you, think you, about death. Yeah, but you complaining or I complain about, like, what if kind of things mm-hmm. or, like, my life – kind of sucks and then something really bad really happens right in front of you i know yesterday we were walking in downtown salt lake city and we heard stop police police running after him in the middle of the street sprinting after this guy guy. yeah the the homeless are out and about in downtown salt lake city he's a white guy Mm -hmm. yeah and then he pulled out his taser and fucking just shot him with the taser. It sounded like a gunshot to me. I can't believe you were able to see that it was a taser. You have amazing eyesight. I we really? were seriously three blocks away. I'm not joking you, you guys. And Andrew could see that the guy was holding a taser and not a gun. How did you know? I don't know. I just, I've seen a lot of these. There's a lot of videos right now. Right. 
that people have been posting that you watch this shit and you can see how a guy holds a gun versus how he holds a taser. Yeah, you were like, he had blue eyes. Yeah, he had blue eyes. He had a, a zit on his chin. Was- <laughs> no, but I, I, you know, but then you I learn, though, the impressed. guy gets tasered. Mm-hmm. They put handcuffs on him and then they and just, then that let was him it. just lay there. I don't understand why cops just don't use tasers. Why, why well, is no, it? Well, a lot of them do, like. But why isn't that just ubiquitous? Like that's the only thing they should use. Doesn't oh. it? Doesn't it make a person go down pretty fast? It depends. Like Sometimes anyone? if they're drugged out. Oh yeah, they can they fight could, like, it. Take on like there's been like videos of guys just like taking. A yeah, if they're on like to the chest and just being like bath salt or crocodile or whatever that weird drug yeah, is. Or drinking Mountain Dew or something. <laughs> <laughs> so we saw this guy get tasered and I was literally we were saying right before that how fucking depressed I was. I was just, I had, it came back at full swing yesterday. And then after we watched this guy get tasered, it was so exciting that I like, I don't know, I was in like such a better mood after it. I went on to like you know cry a lot. brain zapped? You know, yeah. That's what it, but someone else next to you got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a new type of therapy. They just bring in yeah people and have them to tase them or they just bring in people that are clinically depressed and then they have very exciting things happen around them yes and life or death things well it It snaps you out of it it goes to the thing of like when you're around a crate when you're on the subway and you're feeling like panic and Mm -hmm. anxiety and and then you look over and there's a guy like eating his own shit like and yelling at the train you're like Oh, I somehow I'm not that it's crazy. Not, I'm not, or it's not so bad because yeah, he is. I I, I don't know how to see how. That being said, we hate people being tasered. We don't like people being tasered. No, it was it like was- pretty traumatic, but it was like whoa, happy force. <laughs> America at its at its finest. Yeah. Um. And then the shows we were great. Thank you for coming out to the shows. The club was very responsible. I love that club so much. How much do we love that club? That guy Keith, the owner. So the yeah. owner, you know, if he doesn't put on these shows, he will lose his business. He has three kids. He has teenagers. nothing else. Like he's lost four, like four hundred five hundred grand already. Mm-hmm. And they do the best they can to make it. It's better than American Airlines. And he even made the point last night, well, the airlines are getting bailed out. We're not. Such a good point. And, you know, as much as I didn't, I felt I had to cancel my Nashville shows and I'm canceling Phoenix because it just doesn't feel right. It feels sad, dude. It feels sad that these clubs might not survive. And there might not be comedy clubs on the other side of this. I mean, they'll reopen eventually. People will get it together. Not, but they won't reopen as them. It'll be different clubs. Government needs to stop bailing out just the biggest fucking corporations. They need to. And this is where it starts on this podcast. Yeah. We need to yeah. create a movement. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna do a petition where government stops. It's just, yeah, such a shame. But the shows were really fun. It felt, it really did feel like riding a bike. I was very like nervous about performing again. Just. Would I remember jokes? Would I be able to like feel, would the mic even feel weird? Mm -hmm. Like shit like that. And I swear, like if anything, I felt more myself than ever because I've just been myself without performing or trying to impress anyone for the last five months. I know. It feels weird to get back into this like rhythmic talk and like having punchlines and being fake at all. No one wants anything fake right now. So having any kind of practiced uh routine feels ridiculous dude anytime i you went into like freestyle. an older bit that's like ba 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 yeah i was just like it well, felt your like your ba 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 bit is never done 
well i mean it's i mean um, people who know morse code love it but. yeah they do Ba-ba. well i didn't <laughs> you didn't let me say the punchline oh wait get to it it's good it's really good yeah, and then the bad. tag where you go ba, 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 ba. <laughs> yeah and then you think it's over and i bring it ba, ba, ba. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else loves that bit hansen <laughs> mm, bop. With bop, 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 bop. You kind of look like the middle brother. I know. I, I want to talk to you about that. You have to stop telling me I look like men. It yeah. really hurts my feelings. You're really beautiful. Like, honestly, it's it's making me look at, uh, it's making me make a, a fist. <laughs> I, I got, you got to stop. The other okay. night we were in the green room right. and like we were doing, we were roasting each other for my Instagram live. And he said, I looked like the guy that was doing a guest set. And I kind of did. And I can joke that I look like men, yeah. but you cannot. Okay, so then you can't make fun of my lisp. Okay. How I talk. Okay. Uh, my thumbs. Okay. Really? You can do my thumbs, though. Your thumbs, but not your lisp? No, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Okay, well, I as do. As long as it's, like, over... And maybe I'm a hypocrite because I'm I'm saying you can make fun maybe of other things. You're 100% a hypocrite. No, because sometimes maybe I'm more sensitive about that than you are about your lisp. And if you if not the case, then tell me and I won't make fun of your lisp. If it really hurts your feelings, it really hurt my feelings and I think sent me into a depression that you said I looked like a man. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I just don't think I think there was a time it doesn't happen anymore, but there was a time where I don't think it was that good a comedy or conversation right. to just mimic what I say right. back to me. But Oni is funny. What? When you say only what, instead of only. So, yeah, we're, we're not going on the road anymore. This is it for us uh, because Andrew said I looked like a man. And also, we're concerned about COVID. But um, <laughs> I wonder which it's more. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, it was everyone on Instagram saying mean things about me. You just cannot be a girl on instagram and like anytime i post anything every guy has to weigh in about whether i look hot in the photo or whether i look yeah. kind of hot or whether i don't look hot like it you can't post a picture of yourself as a woman that has more than five hundred thousand followers with without i mean that's when it started happening is like that many followers there's too many people seeing it and there's going to be someone that says something very upsetting for sure and, and you can't block them all the time because you'll be like what are you going to do? Block fucking 15 comments out of a hundred every time. And the problem is it's, you've already seen it. It's not that the, the, the damage is done. I can't get it out of my head that that guy said I was kind of hot. It really bothered me. I'd rather he said I was ugly than kind of hot. It's I just, know. it's, it's like, I guess I, that is my biggest fear is that a man is with me because he just can't get better. Like mm. that's, and, and it's just like, yeah, you're good enough. Like mm -hmm. I want to be the best that they could get. It's such a word. It's like, I'd much rather you call me a fucking loser than say I'm kind of funny. Right. Like, you know why I think it is? It's hmm. because when someone just calls me a fucking loser for some reason, I'm, I, I think they probably like don't think of themselves that great. Maybe, right. Or maybe they're, but like when you're just saying like, you're kind of funny, you're kind of good looking, you're thinking that you're great. Like whoever's like giving mm -hmm. you that, like mm -hmm. you, you really think your compliment or whatever that is, man, is like worthy and that you're fucking that's what that's when it angers me because yes. it's like an entitlement thing. Mm hmm. I um I'm going to talk about uh, uh, there's a video that I'm going to send you that I talked about in the first part of the show which I haven't recorded yet but I'm going to talk about but it's it's such a good video that really like helped me last night when I was feeling so low after cuz essentially if someone judges you and is and criticizes you in and any level and you can apply this to yourself too anytime you criticize someone is because you see that person is better than you 
There, you've, no one ever criticizes someone as the, that they really don't feel threatened by. It just doesn't happen. So like anytime you get criticized, always know that that person is threatened by you. And always know that when you criticize someone that, that and that's why anytime someone calls me ugly, the other, last night I was talking about how I, on my Instagram, I was talking about how I stopped smoking weed. And, um, and some guy goes, well, your eyes still look like you smoke weed. And to me, that I took that as, oh, my eyes look tired. They look droopy. The skin is sagging. I look disgusting. And I went off on this kid. And I was like, you know what? The only reason you said this is because you're fucking ugly. There's no, there's no reason that you would come after me. You hate your own eyes. You're probably old and ugly. Your eyes look fucking sad and tired. And I, I went so hard on this kid. And then he DM'd me later and goes, no, I meant like your eyes looked like glassy. Like you, like they like looked like you were high. And I was like, I am so sorry man that was all me that was me putting my own stuff on it yes. i was so paranoid and then another guy said it looked like my for remember when the guy told me on instagram live yeah, that my forehead looked hat. like i was just wearing a hat a backwards hat yeah he goes you look like you were just wearing a hat and i took that as you you thought it was because my it was probably my hair yeah i took it as like i have a lines crease. on my yeah. forehead and so it looks like i was just wearing a hat and so it looks like i need botox and then he later dm'd me that no, I just the last time I met you, you were wearing a hat, and I was just referencing this. We took a picture together, well, and you're wearing a hat. And I'm like, I'm sorry to you as well. So I have to like backtrack all of these. I take little comments and I make them into the things that I fear the most. You got laid this weekend. Well, you do that with the man thing. When if I say, yeah, I know. Yeah. So I I secretly feel I look no, like a man. When I say you look like Hanson, I think you look like a manlier version of him. <sighs> A wait, less manly? Wait, I meant. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you didn't laugh after it. So I, you, it felt like, you looked at me. Well, like, I was waiting like, for you to laugh. Oh, oh I, well, I thought deadpan would have been best for that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I wish you were dead. Pan. Pan. With a, I... <laughs> so, wait. Oh, yeah. You got laid this weekend. I did get laid. We got to oh, go. My God, soon. I'm just looking at your dad with binoculars. Yeah, you're my dad doesn't have you're looking at my dad through binoculars he's cleaning the pool right now with no shirt on yeah he honestly looks like a 25 year old lifeguard i know he has a good body it's really uh upsetting this is hilarious he's 60 he's about to be 66 dude doesn't he have a great body so nice so lean long i have his body like it makes me feel good because i think i'm gonna be lean and long the rest of my life like i think as long as i keep up fitness i'm gonna look pretty good yeah of course i would i would take my dad's body at that age. like I if i'm that old into the other room <laughs> suck his old cock my mom isn't here with us right now because she um got scared of covid that we might be bringing back and so i because i went to salt lake city i don't get to hang out with my mom and she didn't even write and tell me that she left it's so weird i, I it's actually triggering my abandonment issues that my mom left didn't tell me and then when we got here she isn't here she never texted me that she was going to the river cabin and now she's just gone she was probably too afraid to write you and then and then what it's the same kind of fears we were just talking about yeah like, but, but it's just shitty. She could have been like, scared. I know, but like, just text me and be like, I don't feel comfortable, Nikki, because we, our last conversation was like, I'll get an Airbnb if you don't feel comfortable. And she goes, no, it's fine. Maybe I'll go to the river. She said, maybe. And then she went and she didn't. Well, maybe she read like maybe my post about canceling Nashville. And then, you know, when people hear you cancel shows, they assume mm -hmm. whatever you just went through was horrendous. Right. And that's why you're canceling. But I that's know. not the case. Yeah, well, we did cancel, and I feel good about it. But you, um, you got laid on the road. And I got laid on the road, first time in five months. Oh my god, how did it feel? 
putting your really dick in a, another know, lady man. through a condom. It was great. I came so quick. Yeah. You know, it's like shopping and... <laughs> I don't yeah, even go for the it. the analogy you yeah. said earlier. Well, Andrew had a, was making a joke this weekend about how he made it... Wait, what was your joke? I said, I go, I got laid last night, first time in five months. I go, don't worry, I was safe. I did doggy style. We kept our heads away from each other. And then I go... And to be honest, I, I lasted maybe a minute and a half, two minutes tops. And when I finished, I looked at her. I go, look, I finished as fast as I could to protect us from COVID. See, that to, to me your grandmother. doesn't track because doing something at all is already exposing. So, like, the time together doesn't equal yeah, it does, less COVID. Yeah, it's less time you're exposed to each other. See, that doesn't track for me. Why, though? I don't know. Sometimes you say these things. I'm like, why did that not track? Maybe because I, because I don't associate getting COVID with the amount of time you spend with someone. I associate it with, like, if you're inside each other, it's already transmitted, whether it's short or long. Maybe okay, I overthink then even things. Even then, that would be funny. Yeah. What? Even if... Oh, the fact that you think it's less COVID would be fine. Yeah, even either way, either way yeah. you look at it, it's I think fine. I overthink things. You do, but you're yeah. I don't I know. You're get more, more linear thinking than me. I think. I don't think that's the word for it. Linear. I just think you chose a word that's like a smart word, and you don't really know what it means because I don't even know what linear means in that sense. Linear is like A to B. Yes. Yeah, you go A to D. Yeah. Yeah. And I she, think so you did go she. A to D without people needing the 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 fucking bc yeah no i think they need the bc sometimes you need to hold their hands to a punchline because sometimes because sometimes your delivery is so funny the way you talk people just laugh and you go it got a laugh and i'm like but if you gave them b and c they would laugh so much harder at d i know but i don't like b and c because i feel like it's just like why do i need to freaking because you'll get a better them. laugh because you leave out so much of the audience and they do laugh, but they laugh because everyone else is laughing. You've kind of like a lot of times an audience just laughs because they're like, it sounds like a punchline. And they, you get such a better laugh if they actually understood that what they were laughing at. Just trust me on this. So how I might exactly be wrong about you that. say this joke? OK, OK. I want people to DM me when you heard Andrew Collin just say this joke and you can well, totally you take his side. Either, no, no, no. You can take it. You said it perfectly. Okay. And I think that people will be on your side. I might be wrong. Did you understand? DM me and let me know. Did you understand that he came quick so that they would spend less time together, thus she wouldn't get COVID as much? Or were you just like, he came quick and I did, did you make that connection? Because I think it needs a little, but you need a little exactly, assistance. So we'll, we'll end with this. How exactly would you do the same joke? I would say, and, um, uh, and I, and I, and it was quick too. But I did that on purpose. It's like when you go to the grocery store and you're in and you you like run through so you don't catch it as much. I would make some analogy to what we do in COVID times when you're doing something for a short amount of time. I know, but would you say the quick shopping thing before or after you say I did it to save? I us? would I would do I would I would say that I did it to save us after I explained the quick shopping thing. I would say I came quick. Then I would make the analogy to something in a COVID life. That's just, that's a, a placeholder. I would have to think a little bit more of a better analogy because I don't know things that we're doing in COVID quickly no, to eliminate I, less exposure. Like, well, what? Why wouldn't you do that give analogy, me one example. Why wouldn't you do that analogy after the fact? Why wouldn't you say? Because the punchline is, I did it to save us. Oh, okay. So I came quick. It's kind of like when you run in and out of the grocery store. So 
you can then you have less so chance of getting COVID. Less chance of kids. So I told. I, I came quick to save us. You have to like reestablish it. I think I could be wrong, but I probably am not. Word economy. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you've done a few more late nights and specials, and, and I just. But sometimes I'm wrong about these things. I could be wrong. Maybe I just need the B and C. Um, but how was it? It was fun. We had yeah. fun. Uh, she was really cool. She was chill. She was like a mountain girl. Mm-hmm. She literally was like the she kind of climbing. girl that you would like, you would like fucking go snowboarding with and like build a fire with and like. How much did you chill. talk before just, you got a lot. to fucking? A lot. Not was it like, on? Did you know that that was gonna happen? That we were gonna bang? Yeah. I kind of had an idea. She came to the hotel room. At what time? Like twelve thirty at night. Yeah. I asked if I should be stretching, and she said, "Yeah." Did she sit on the bed? When she first came in. Yeah. Like, what's yeah, the she vibe? she was really chill. She was just chill. It was like... And then who made the first move? It was kind of very just like organic, kind of like we were talking and then we slowly like got... We sat on the bed and we're still talking. Oh, so you do that? That's nice. And then you start looking at each other's mouths. Nice. Yeah. We look at each other's mouths and then we lay a little bit lower uh-huh. and we're like this. And then we were fully on the bed and just looking at each other. Okay. Then I get it. It's like a slow... Right. Roll. It's been so long for me, so I don't even know how it happens. It felt kind of yeah. weird to be hooking up again. but I mean, did you make fun of the fact that you were kissing and how weird that feels? Kind you guys were both wearing masks, though, right? Yeah, yeah, but we cut holes in them. <laughs> <Like, laughs> <skinny little> dick. <laughs> There's these masks now that you, that can, you can put a straw, straw and, it, <laughs> and it covers like... Uh, or like give Andrew Collin yeah, a blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be room. Well, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. You're going to be here all week. We're going to be, you're here at Shake Laser all week. I know. I'm, I'm really sorry, what, man. Why? What are you talking I don't about? know. Like, I just feel bad having guests. I just want to entertain you and make sure you're comfortable. So if you need la- anything, you let me know. The last thing I need is like my handheld. Okay, good. Because your thumbs are terrible. And I don't want to touch them. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Literally bop. son of a you, bitch. You bop, bop, My bop. mom's a bitch and she left me and I'm a son. Fuck Guys, thank you for listening. Squirt, squirt. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.